0: DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're joined now by Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker. He joins us on the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprinter are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Brian, good morning. Good morning. Did you watch the Houston game, or were you taking them one game at a time, focused on UTSA, and you'll watch the Houston tape later?
1: No, I, I missed it. I, I should have done some recon. Um, as that will be as that will be an actual measuring stick for our squad. Um yeah, I'm actually super anxious for that matchup.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. So we've identified Houston and Boise State, and then at the end of the season we'll see where Santos State is. And so we don't have to take them one game at a time. You're an ex-player now, and we're media, so we're blowhards. We can take as many games as we want, as a time at a time. Uh, Put yourself in the position of the players. Uh, How much would you be looking forward to that opportunity to maybe finally shut some people up? Yeah. So I was.
1: I mean, every everybody's different. Everybody has a different approach and a different mindset. Um, If I was on the team in Provo right now, I would relish every game and look forward to every game and look you know you only get so many chances um to play this game that we love and when it's done it's done there's no there's no pickup football in the park like there is for basketball or any other sport like it, it, it when it's done it's done so every time you get to lace them up and go out there is just it's a privilege and so if I was down there, I would relish every single game, and I wouldn't overlook any team or any opponent. Um, like like I said on the radio a few weeks ago, you know you respect you respect every opponent. Um, and so I, I would I would look forward to each game and absolutely prepare and focus and execute each game. But I also you know I'm the type of guy who I'm I'm real, and you know I, I didn't actually circle a game on a calendar like literally, but but. Figuratively, I always did that, every single year. And, and for us, you know, obviously the Utah game, the TCU game, um, those were big games for us when I was there. And, you know, figuratively, those were circled on, on my calendar in my head and just absolutely looking forward to those games like they were Christmas. And so, you know, for these kids this year, if I was down there, I would I – don't, they don't have the Utah game anymore, unfortunately. Um, but they do. Uh, Boise is a quality opponent. Houston, is, is, Boise is obviously a really good football team, one of the winningest programs in the country over the last two decades, and so I would absolutely have that circled. Houston has been a quality team. I would have them circled, and then the last couple of years, San Diego State's been really good and um, they, they have beaten us. So you know that's 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 another game that's a good measuring stick. So. Yeah, so I, you don't overlook any opponent, but you absolutely are looking forward to those games you have circled.
0: So when you see a uh, spread that's 32 and then it goes up to 33 and then to 34 and then to 4.5, is there anything about this game that's overhyped that anyone is missing or everyone has this figured out and it's going to be a blowout?
1: Yeah, so I, I it's funny you say that. I just looked up the spread. It's just in getting ready for this interview a couple of minutes ago, I was curious to see what is that. Um, ESPN's got it at thirty five. I'm not sure what the Vegas is. Is it still thirty five right now?
0: Yeah, I mean it's different places and different books, but everybody's yeah, in the everybody's in the there. same area.
1: Okay, yeah. So and that's that's huge. I mean that's a monster spread. Last week was twenty four and um, I'm not a sports gambler or anything like that, but I, I looked at the spread last week and I mentally I said I was, I'm taking I'm taking twenty four. I'm taking BYU plus twenty four and and then um, you would have paid out on that one. And, and then looking at it today, you know, if I was a gambling man, um, plus 35, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. It's a huge spread, um, but I'll take it. These guys are executing at such a high level, and they're such a good team. Um, I'll take it. I think, you know, it, it is what it is. It, it's a lesser opponent, and you know, yeah. we are supposed to beat them. And the way we've been playing, the way we have just absolutely been dominating every facet of the game, um, I think it's just going to be another another one onto our road, you know, of a great season.
2: If you're on this team this year, and invariably and undoubtedly you hear what's being said, good and bad, would it bug you that people are running around saying, yeah, they're playing high school teams?
1: No, not at all. I, I would be the first one to acknowledge that because, I, like I said, I'm a realist. Like, I, I um, you know, I... I, I I don't beat around the bush. I, I try to be frank. I try to be candid, and um, it, you know, truth is truth. It, it, you know, if you're if you're playing an SEC schedule and you win ten games, that's legit. If, if you're playing a schedule full of opponents from lesser conferences, um, you know, directional schools and the like, and you win ten games, that's still a good season. But it's not like. Winning ten games in the SEC. I mean, it's just it is what it is. And so, if I'm on the team, and I wouldn't bother me at all. I, you know, it, 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 I would be proud of what they've done and, and what I would have done if I was on the team because we've done what we're supposed to do. But you know, it wouldn't bother me.
0: So, one thing you're going to watch this game for that will be interesting that will help uh, help you get dialed in on the Houston game. One thing they have to improve at anything.
1: Um, so I, I think the one big thing that I noticed from the last game, just their first touchdown, the tackling was just atrocious and our tackling has actually been pretty good this year. Um, I've been, I've been compared to years past. I, I think we've improved in that area. And so I've been pleased with that. That play was absolutely just horrendous. Um, and it gave them life and it kind of, you know, kept it a game for a real few minutes longer than it should have been because of that. And, um, and it was just a completely unnecessary thing. Like it should have been a, a five, 10 yard gain. I, you know, I can't remember where the first missed tackle was, but it was really close and just, just horrendous angles, horrendous tackling. Um, that was really bad. So, you, and you hate to see something like that because it's so preventable. Like if somebody, if somebody just beats you with speed or, or something like that, or, or out schemes you or gets you on a trick play, like that's one thing, but just, Proper angles and pursuit and tackling is just football 101, fundamental. There's no excuse for that. Um, so that, that's I, just the one easy thing that I would say. But, you know, I don't want to see that.
2: Now I'm thinking BYU really needs a breakout season for recruiting purposes in terms of this is why you need to come to BYU. And I, I go back to your time You know, you had the religious connection and that's always going to be there, but I think that kids want more. than That's very important, but in terms of the elite players, they want more than that and when you play, you know, it was an obvious choice to go there because Utah wasn't in the Pac-12. I think your program at the time had a little bit higher profile than the non-conference. You could play bigger opponents and get bigger opponents to come into Provo than Utah could and that's obviously flipped. BYU can still get those big opponents, but Utah situation is flipped so i think that they need this season to give players a legitimate reason to come to byu beyond the religious aspect which is very important and that's why i think that if you've got them both then they can help get back to where they were what do you think about that
1: yeah i i agree so and you you hit the nail on the head so i I was always going to go to byu partly because of the religious aspect of it. But even, I mean, that wasn't really the main thing. The, the main driver was my family happened to be BYU fans. And so, you know, we grew up with season tickets and went to all the games. And so, you know, it just built in. Like, I was going to go there. Um, but the, the, aside from that, like, when I was getting recruited, BYU still had that aura. And coming out of the 80s and 90s, they just they had that because of the track record that they Which was a recent track record, and now that track record is is, old. And unfortunately, you know, the last fifteen years, we they haven't produced. I guess last twelve years, they haven't produced the same, and they haven't they haven't had the same on-field success. You know, um, finishing ranked, winning winning the the marquee games. You know, ten-win seasons, haven't beat their rival in a decade. Um, just a, a list of, of accomplishments that they haven't done um, over the last 12 years. And, and in a sense, and then also being independent and, you know, they haven't made it in all these years. We still haven't made it to a new year's six bowl. And so those are things that we haven't done and they're failures on us. And obviously, you know, recruiting stuff and the honor code and all that stuff, but you know, we, we still, we could have made more with what we have and we haven't. And so, that aura is—it's not the same as what it was. And how, how do you get it back? It's not like it's lost forever. I mean, you can get it back, just like we—we we, we earned it and built it up before. And you—you you, you hit it exactly. It's by winning. Winning solves all problems. It solves recruiting problems. It solves money problems. I mean, just—it solves everything. Winning, just win. Just you know, Al Davis. Just win, baby. Um, and so you know, for us to get that aura back, that edge back. You know, that, that just that respect, that fear, you, you just got to win. And so this season is huge for that. And even it, it, lesser opponents or not, you go out there and win every game on your schedule, that's an accomplishment. I don't care who you're playing, that's still hard to do. And it's still, especially when you have a spotlight this year because of, of not a lot of college football teams playing, especially in the West, you're, you're attracting eyes. And that attention is huge. It, it builds momentum. It builds in recruiting. And then the recruiting is the lifeblood lifeblood of any program. And that's how you have forward progress and upward mobility. And that makes you better for the next year and the year after that. And so, yeah, this, this year is huge. I absolutely love what we're doing. And if we can win our games and make it to a New Year Six Bowl and play a marquee opponent and win, I mean, we will set ourselves up just – there, it's just it's invaluable what what we have at stake right now.
0: Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker, joining us here on 97.5 and twelve eighty, the Zone. Uh, somebody at ESPN compared Zach Wilson's leap to that uh, <clears throat> the one Joe Burrow made a year ago. That seems a little bit extreme, but I think what really you're you're laughing right. What really matters to BYU fans is if he makes a leap to where he's going to be an NFL draft pick. Uh, if he's, if he's going to go in the you know fourth or fifth round or something, or earlier than that, it makes it even more obvious, then are we seeing the last year of Zach Wilson here? Mentally, I had, him, I had him penciled in for another year, but the numbers he's putting up, and I know the quality of competition, but the number he's putting up, and I see Mel Kuyper had him fifth or sixth, I'm thinking, wait a minute, he's going to have a decision to make, and it may not be a very hard decision.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's different for everybody. Um, quarterback's different because you're, you, you, your age isn't a factor. So it's just, I, I think, to me, it depends on what kind of a draft grade you have. I'm, I'm the type of guy that's like, unless you're a first-round, like a sh- shoe-in first-rounder, you're better off coming back to school. And, and, the re- and there's a, a ton of factors for that. Um, it, it, part of it is just the experience. Like college football is just so unique and so special and still pure. Um, that's part of it. Part of it is finishing school. Like, that's important. Um, and then a part of it, too, is just none of that, but just developmental. Like, you know, getting drafted in the second round versus getting drafted in the sixth round, there's no comparison for your, your, your pipeline success in the NFL. You know, second-rounders have every chance to succeed. Six-rounders, you're scratching just to make the roster. And, you know, leaving early can be the difference between being a six-rounder or a second-rounder. Um and so yeah so I, when it comes down to it I mean he can do whatever he wants to do he's, he's his own kid and, and and I'm not gonna fault anybody like who wants to go get paid to do what they love I don't I don't fault anybody like that I totally understand that decision anytime someone wants to leave early if they can and they're gonna get drafted I don't fault that at all but it's it's definitely something you have to weigh because you come back and you dominate another year you're just gonna go several rounds higher, and have you getting paid more and you're going to have a, a better pipeline to starting and being really successful in the nfl but yeah i mean i think he's capable he has made a big jump the joe burrow comparison i mean that's let's not get ahead of ourselves i mean joe burrow just you know put out one of the best college football seasons ever last year but um just the fact that that's mentioned i mean that that that's that's awesome! Like he's doing, and he, he's performing. He's he's even against lesser opponent. You know, it's hard to go 24-26 on air. He's um, he's playing very well.
0: Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker, joining us every week. Brian, thanks for checking in, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. You have a good weekend.